Hello and welcome back to Podcast for the Recently Deceased, Episode 7 of seven. Season 3. I am one of your hosts, Rodney Godek. With me as always is your other host, Nate Roberts. My brother, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I uh... <laughs> Yeah? You have trepidation? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's the, the, the slog of of 2023 as yeah. we just keep we just got to keep moving forward it's mm-hmm. gonna get better you eventually to right you it's gotta, gotta get yep you gotta this, keep uh, this this shit swamp that we're wading through has gotta end somewhere yes we'll, we'll find well, without find further ado enough teasing here okay yeah tonight we will be featuring the newest of the experimental horror films to come since Skinnamarink. The Outwaters. Written and directed by Robbie Banfitch, starring Robbie Banfitch, Angela Basilis, Scott Schimmel, and Michelle May. Four travelers encounter menacing phenomena while camping in a remote stretch of the Mojave Desert. So, folks, The Outwaters is i mentioned experimental it is experimental but the outwaters as you will find out when you begin watching the outwaters if you so choose uh yeah i leave it up to you to make the decision as to whether or not you want to watch it and um you figure that out for yourself make a decision and do it the outwaters says hey we are found footage movie it starts with title cards documentary style uh, i think it's like county police departments or sheriff's office has this footage that was recovered last february 2022 uh, and the footage was dated it was found via data cards memory cards three of them card one two and three of which they will play sequentially chronologically the events that were captured on these cards unedited unadulterated unaltered adulterated unaltered Un- Unaltered, adulterated. Well, hopefully they were also un- unadulterated. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, hopefully not. Uh, there's definitely some adultery going on, or was there not? No, there wasn't. Um, there wasn't. It's presenting all of that chronologically uh, by the sheriff's department as if they're just we're just here to present the facts. Uh, the stories are real. The names have changed. Whatever you know, bullshit. They show the stills of the characters. They disappeared 2017 in February. Uh, last scene, same day, all four headshots. Here's the cards. Card one, and go. <laughs> and what we'll be watching is the story of four twenty-somethings. I would say, right? Yeah, sure. A a would-be filmmaker, videographer, a would-be uh, singer-songwriter, a brother, uh, sort of like a ne'er-do-well, free spirit brother that's kind of just there along for the ride. Um, sort of like been there, done that type guy, but also estranged from family. What does that mean? I don't know. Guess what? You'll never know. Uh, and then uh, uh, makeup check. So it's all the 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 ingredients to what could be a masterfully made found footage movie. Think Blair Witch. Think Willow Creek. Uh, there are several found footage movies that exist that do this kind of setup. Think uh, we'll even say Deadstream now. I'll say Deadstream, and yeah. I'll even say Dashcam a little bit. Premise, characters, found footage, and go. 
And so Nate, that's what you're given. Where what where does the Outwaters take you? So uh, you know you get your you get your three tapes right. So you kind of have like your three act setup kind of built in. And that was the first thing I thought uh-huh. when there was like three tapes. I'm like, oh, well that's convenient. I be- I wonder if there's a yes a, a three act exactly structure. agree. And, also and, thought that. And that's exactly what they did. Um, which I don't know if that was good or bad, but it was it was what it was. Um, so what sure. do we get? Act one. Well, what's in act one? Uh, let's learn about all these characters. Um, in in some pretty okay, uh, you know, scenes we get. Uh, them, uh, you know, the brothers kind of just talking. We get like, oh, I think the setup uh, is wonderful. Oh yeah, I yeah. love this. I, I, I honestly like t- tape one was pretty good. Like, yeah, was... this is like this is where some films that are found footage fall short. They don't do the background to why you should give a shit about right. the characters. Exactly. The shots look natural. It seems to jump back and forth from like you know cuts to this scene or that scene. Uh, and I will even throw in maybe Cloverfield, although I'm not a big fan of Cloverfield. I still think it follows and honors the the found footage element uh, faithfully. I think, pretty sure it does. It does the setup wonderfully. Yeah, I, I I think Cloverfield was one of those times where I never thought to myself, "Why haven't they turned the camera off?" Um, right. Which is which... but okay. So, but that's the thing. Like, there's a possible hindrance with why you, things are being recorded. And so, if you're trying to be true to found footage. Uh, and to make you care about characters, you have to do a good bit of legwork with how you right. set that up. And I think Outwaters, like you were just saying, yeah, it's they, doing a great job at this. They did a great job. They, you know, uh, it starts off with one of, the bro- one of the brothers' birthdays, and Mom made me promise to record this. And okay, all right, so this is why we're getting a little, you know, getting a little backstory. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, the, and we see the girl, and she's got an amazing voice. Um, yeah, she is wonderful. She, yeah, she's a great singer. And then Michelle we get, May. yeah, we get like a. Was it like a video chat with uh, the hairdresser and makeup artist from New Jersey? Yeah, where, who he seems like he was a friend of. Yeah, uh, friends like from like college or yeah. something. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, Angela yeah. Bassler's character, Ange Bacuzzi. Yeah, and, and we get like a nice. Uh, I like, really did love Ange to be. Yeah, honest. she was she was great, and uh, she was very funny. Like it was, and all the dialogue seemed very uh, natural. The acting was good. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm re- I was really into the first. Well, it was fine. Um, no, no, yeah, no. There's a detail I want to get in that's kind of like funny, but go on. Yeah. Uh, the fir- you know the first thirty minutes was was very good, very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know then we get into Act Two, and uh, all right, we're now we're we're in the desert and we're shooting a music video and we're having fun. We're just kids in the desert having fun, and mm-hmm. honestly, like we're still we're still jiving. Like this movie's like okay, so where's it gonna go from here? Um, you know, we get to act three and we'll talk about that later. Uh, You're jumping. The act two, <laughs> the, 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 the wrinkle is introduced. The menacing phenomena that we are promised in the log line from the IMDb's. There's menacing phenomena that is occurring at night whenever they're out here shooting these videos. Weird electronic, but also thunderous type booms are occurring. They sound almost like man-made, but they do sound naturalistic. But there's no one out here, and there's no real lightning that they can see necessarily. Uh, they don't know what it is. You hear coyotes yipping, all the other nature sounds, but they don't know what to make of this. It's kind of odd, but nothing else really happens. But, you know, and like all found footage movies in this kind of a theme do, there's a one night of events unexplained, and then maybe some stuff happens during the day that gives you more unease 
in this instance, there's a shot of a hatchet buried in the ground. You're like, that's weird. Uh, And then there's a second night of events. And usually this is when things start to, to go a bit crazy. And I think that's when it does occur, but that's the buildup. Like you hear stuff, you don't know what to think of stuff, but you're thinking, you can think of anything you're it's in the dark, right? Nate? Like you can think aliens, monsters, uh, hills have eyes, mutant freaks out here, uh, a creature feature, aliens. It could be anything. It could be so many things. It literally, the sky is the limit. So, there's this was I want to say right at the hour mark. Uh, yeah, they get the the second evening's visuals occur, and this is where shit goes down. Shit goes and down. I will say this was a beautifully tense moment. I was still very fearful and very in the movie up to this point. Were you? I guess I was. Uh, this is this is unfortunately like the end of the movie for me. <laughs> yes. yes. Everything has been great. Uh, they're building, like I mentioned the hatchet. Okay. Right. Uh, it's dark. Uh, yeah. Robbie's character is sort of uh, wants to like go out and keep exploring with these booms. And he's recording because he's, he's a nerd. He's got all the tech. He's got sound equipment. He's got video equipment. He wants to capture everything. He's just, he's just wants to capture record. Makes sense. It like what has informed why footage is being, ha- is, is being recorded. And then it leads to this still while he's exploring, there's light coming uh, from whether it's uh, the nearby city or just the dawn that will be coming soon. There's uh, the horizon is illuminated very, very subtly uh, enough so that you can see the hillside in shadow and then the illumination and it pans. And all of a sudden there's just a figure, a silhouette, of a man shape with a hatchet, the hatchet that we saw. And it's just, he's holding it down to his side and that's all you see. And it's an extremely terrifying moment right then. Cause you don't know in, in the, it pauses and he, he's, he's like, hello, hello. Like that's terrifying. His like searching to try to comprehend what's happening, but also try to, calm down what's happening but there's a weapon uh and it's extremely tense and then there's movement and you don't see it and it cuts and then there's like a a shink type thud and noise as well and you're led to believe okay he got hit with that and now like you said chaos ensues and along with chaos the whole element of what a found footage film is begins to unravel yes. to such an extent that you can no longer call this a found footage film. Yes, and we still have 40 minutes left. So we get 40 minutes left, 40 dude. This is an hour in. Minutes. And it's like, oh my God, you don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Why am I now watching 40 minutes of you not caring? You're now yeah. making an actual movie, not a found footage. Yeah. So it's literally 40 minutes of nonsensical uh, screaming sounds. Uh, Experimental. S- snake-like it's creatures. This is, He's teleporting it's, it's, all over the place. There's time jumps. He he time jumps back to where the four of them are. He sees the four of them walking through the desert. Yeah. 
you know, uh, are, I mean, do we at this point? There's no second conversation, right? So we can just go all the way through it, right? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So this is it. We're this, in it. Yeah, yeah, we're in it. Like, so he time jumps to the hatchet, and now you're like, oh, it was him that killed all his friends because he's still covered in blood for no reason, and every every once in a while the screen flashes and he's refreshed with new blood coverings and uh the, these squealing eel like <laughs> yeah like you mentioned slither to me earlier in conversation like it's like yeah slithery type thing uh yeah. it's like the night of the creeps leeches that are in that movie it's yeah. just but they're screaming this is like it's like the goats from uh the thor movie but with a little snake creature in the middle of nowhere. And so you, you just like, it's just, everything is there. The yeah. kitchen sink and everything else is here to just thrown in, oppress your eyeballs and your mind uh, because and, they don't know what they want to do or yeah. what they want to say. So we're just going to say it all and do it all. And it takes forever. It takes forever to get yeah. to the to get to the reveal. It's a long 40, 50 minutes. Yeah, the, to get to the reveal that it was him the whole time, and then okay, so when the when the chaos ensued earlier, we didn't see anything. It was all blackness because he was more or less a victim in that first attack. Well, but now, that's the thing also too. Is like Nate, he cowers, and it's like if you were on his side as being like you feel for him, his friends are being murdered presumably yeah. you yeah. hear the screams the video the movie starts i'll also note with the audio tape of the call of these screams right i'm sorry i'm making you tired no uh, it's okay the, <laughs> i'll blame robbie banfitch it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah and you, so it's the, it's his it's, fault it's truly his fault he is he gets hit and he's like he's like oh this it's it's raining my head is raining it's like okay yeah you, you concussed whatever but he's like he hides he hides nate and yeah. he doesn't want anyone to know where he's at. He comes across Ange. He runs from Ange, and the the bad guy gets Ange and brutally murders Ange. One is led to believe. You don't know because it is like you said, all darkness. There is one flashlight, and it sometimes looks at something that you can tell what you're looking oh, at. But most God. of the time, you can't. This is worse than skin and rank as far as what you're actually looking at in some ways. The it's the, so the frustrating. Targeted flashlight was probably the worst part. Like. Give me the give me the floodlight. Give me the spotlight. Give me some sure. But this time, like you get a whole thing of darkness, and this tiny little and dot, little pin light. Yeah, it's just moving around. Okay, sure. It it's pretty effective for seeing less. You know, if you want to. Yeah, it's creepy. It has a mood, but um, you can't you can't tease me that long, right? Uh, without rewarding me with something exciting or interesting. And this movie doesn't do that. And it, it, and that's the thing. Like, it, it no longer cares about the premise of being a found footage. It does a, It's disingenuous now. It's yeah. not to be trusted. There's, I can't trust it as a movie. No reason, you don't get to do this now. Yeah. No reason for that there's, camera to be on at this point. And like you said, there's time jumps. There's. It's. This is all techniques that are done in film editing. And what I was being told I was watching was a sheriff's department's port. Like just playing video clips. So here's the only thing that you could believe, and maybe this is what they want to hang their hat on, is that somehow in the phenomena, as they call it, that exists in the Mojave Desert in this world, <sighs> this entity or this thing does stuff to the data cards of video 
cameras that it splices and edits sound and visuals in such a way that it isn't the actual camera lens picking this up. It's what is in the mind or the psyche of the character holding the camera. That is the only logical and sidebar I get in movies, logical narratives making sense. It doesn't have to, but you said found footage. There's rules, motherfucker. You need right. to follow those rules. You don't get to do shit. You don't get to make an art experimental movie that doesn't follow the found footage rules. You don't get to show up in your mother's house. You don't get to have your brother in a pool of blood behind an airplane window. You don't get to do all of that. You don't get to go through a flood deluge of water to then come out. You don't get to time jump and see you walking as if you're – uh, Jensen uh, Benson and Aaron Moorhead making something in the dirt, who, by the way, you will never get anywhere near touching. <laughs> There's so much beyond your it's so capabilities. Funny. It's somebody who said that I thought of them while I was watching this movie. I was like, I was like, this is like, this is like if something in the dirt was like really, really bad. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> this is a like... fan. Yeah, you like them. <laughs> and look, I don't. I hate hating movies. Yeah, but it's not cool to make a movie that is trying to capitalize as found footage, trying to capitalize off – you're standing on the shoulders of giants, and you're doing a disservice to the genre, and you're kind of cheaply sliding in there and getting eyeballs for a certain thing that I don't yeah. think you, is deserving. It yeah, seems disingenuous you at stop, best. Yeah, you're, be, you're, you're acting like InGen, and we all know how that movie ended. So, <laughs> Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. It's all of Goldblum's dialogue from that movie. <laughs> it's like you stood on the shoulders of geniuses and you and you took the next step. <laughs> and, 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 and you put a label on it. Here you go. <laughs> you, you didn't earn the knowledge for yourself, and so you uh, you don't have responsibility for it. <laughs> you were. Uh, you know what chaos theory is. Um, all right. Yeah, this this raindrop would have rolled off the other side of my palm and into the toilet paper as I wiped my ass with it because it sucked. This movie infuriated me. I rated The Outwaters a 2 out of 10. I also gave it a 2 out of 10. And um, my my quote for this movie is that it's twice as good as Skinner Marink. Twice as good. You are not lying. You're telling no tales out of school with That's that right. rating. It's so frustrating. Dude, like, and it culminates And uh, what I can only assume, and I, I feel like I need to address this, because, like, here's the thing. Uh, so many people, this is not the same kind of a darling that Skinner Marink was. Twitter, film Twitter loves Skinner Marink. Film Twitter loves The Outwaters. So many people think that this is like their favorite film, and I'm very confused about that. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I don't know what to think about that, but it's like it's trying to do so much, and I don't really know what they wanted to achieve. Is it just is it chaos for chaos' sake? Is it just over the top experimental to just have fun with visuals? That could all be well and good. Here's the thing: I'll give Skin and Marine credit. It knew what it wanted to do, and it did it the whole time. I hated everything about what it was doing, but it was true to itself. And The Outwaters is not. The Outwaters right. is wearing is a wolf in sheep's clothing for an hour, 
and it says, hey, guess what? You found footage, fuck faces. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I'm doing weird shit now, and I don't give a shit. And it's such a slap in the face with a severed penis. By the end of the movie, I would only have to assume, to me, to me, this is me projecting, Nate. I interpret the how do you, I want your interpretation on the end of the movie. Okay. I interpret the end of the movie. Uh, spoiler alert for twenty you. Uh, <laughs> Robbie's <laughs> character has been beaten and bloodied. He's gone through torture. He's he's crazy, uh, but he's still trudging along, still holding that camera. You know that he's a goddamn wonderful man for keeping that record button on, and uh, and I for at least the time being until he's not a man uh and this poor man uh conducts his own penectomy and severs his penis from his body and what i have to assume is an act of defiance or just acceptance of the fact that he has no need for that penis anymore you would be led to assume in a movie like this if you're following traditional horror tropes this character, there should be like a like an interest, a sexual interest or desire with the character, and you kind of see that like with the female singer. It's like, whoa, he's probably pining for her. He seems like, but it, maybe it's just innocuous friendship, and maybe ultimately this act at the end of the movie is the final conclusion. Like, yes, it's just there was no sexual tension. He has no need for this penis. Ange is a friend. His brother's his brother. Uh, he's not with someone, so he has no need for this vestige anymore and he cuts it off uh all, which also by the way he cuts it off with i think a uh, shark tooth maybe like a an, a fossil shark tooth i think yeah that's what it looks like some some kind of weird tooth that he found in the desert and it's like and that's the end he, he reaches to the sky and he's like look mom i did it i cut off my dick and it, so it's like that's such a such a a, a visual to just put at the end of the movie, like, there's got to be something there. Like, what yeah. is it? Like, I'm reaching here. Is this a gender reassignment that he wanted? What is it? I don't know. And you're not helping me. And it's kind of screwed up. You don't get to just not. I don't know. Why is that there? Why do you need to do that? Why was that important? Why is that yeah. the final note of the movie? It wasn't the final note, or did he cut his stomach and was walking around with the uh, intestines? Yeah, he cut his while. stomach right after it, right beforehand, and yeah, his intestines were also coming yeah. out. So I don't know. It just like self mutilation, genital mutilation, genital mutilation being a big uh, like uh, side effect of of just like insanity. Um, I think that I think honestly that's just what he was rolling with, like this guy has a psychotic break and kills his friends and then he just goes crazy all alone in the desert. Um, and that's all you're experiencing, you know, from his point of view, um, in, through the found footage mechanic. And, and, you know, it might be interesting to some people, but it was very not interesting and boring to me. In fact, I would go so far as to say, um, <laughs> and, and I think, I think you might even agree as much as you're going to hate the source material. Um, that these guys could learn a thing or two from the scary uh, at the 61st uh, filmmaking crew. <laughs> they could learn a thing or two about story. <laughs> sure. I mean, that was, just, that was a really bad story, but you're right. I mean, it at least had a, a three-act structure that had a, a, a narrative. Yeah. Uh, and it was something you could follow that at least – 
you know, well, the whole and, inclusion and I, of Epstein as the whole impetus yeah. for their movie is just <laughs> asinine. Like, I, you don't have to do that. Yeah. So I, but I also feel like Scary was like a uh, a student film next level. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and this, this felt the exact same way. Like, oh, you had a cool idea for your student film, and maybe like a 15-minute short version of this was what was your senior project. Um, and now you're out of school and you've got some credit cards and you're going to go make it in the, in the desert with your friends as a feature. That's, that's, uh, from what I gathered, this was also a $15,000, uh, movie. Right. Um, and, uh, I, was this in the theaters? This was in the theaters for a brief period of time. And I don't know what it grossed at the box office. I don't know if I have any data on that, to be honest. But it hit Screenbox pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, Screenbox, obviously, from the uh, excellently edited and uh, uh, bloody disgusting team, you know, just uh, A-level work coming out of that publication. Uh, Gods Amongst Men, that bloody <laughs> disgusting. Um, just the best horror coverage and interesting articles and good opinions. Uh, really cool people, totally not biased or, you know, boring. Uh, they're who you want to surround yourselves with. Yeah. So shout out to the whole Screenbox team over there, killing it with great hits like The Outwaters that you can now watch streaming. Yeah. I I subscribe to uh, Shutter and Screenbox. And every time I scroll through Screenbox, I'm like, why am I paying for this? There's like zero watchable films on Screenbox. Yeah, <laughs> there was a couple. Um, what? So Screenbox, people got Screenbox because they wanted to see Terrifier yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. Well, I, I, got a, I, got, I got it before that to watch uh, Pussy Something. <laughs> Pussy Cake? Pussy Cake, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, so they've got Homebound. I'd be interested in watching Homebound. They got Taking of Deborah Logan, a far superior found footage-ish movie. Uh, Hell House LLC is also worth watching. Uh, they do have Audition. I will say they're J-Horror section um sure that would be fun to watch uh but i'm looking through real quick and yeah there's not a whole lot outside of that um you know they all say oh well we got a couple documentaries that are cool and that's fair documentaries are fun but you know you got to have actual content too can't just be docu content you know you have ben you don't have willard like come on guys this is kind of lame Elvira's lame asses up all up on their page. <laughs> Sorry, Elvira, but you know, 2008. Look, this has been the Outwaters. I landed at a two. Nate also a two. Twice as good as Skinnamarink. You can take that to the bank. That's right. Uh, and yeah, it's now streaming on Screenbox. So for episode seven, seven. of the podcast for the recently deceased, I've been Rodney Goda. And I've been Nate Roberts.